Oh, hey there, it's Julia, and welcome back to Aquarian Times. This is, uh, today's November 26, 2021, and this is episode 65. So, today is Friday, and, uh, you know, a couple days late with my podcast. I, um, yeah, it's been a bit of a whirlwind. Obviously, the holiday, uh, is, you know, the beginning of throwing all of us off kilter a bit, um, and I guess we, you know, we're really in, in that now. And, you know, I was just talking to someone today, you know, about how December is just like this wash, you know, where everybody's like pushing everything to the new year anyway. And we've got, you know, the holidays and preparing for, you know, it's just a funny time of year, um, where things get a little, it's like they start, it's like 2021 starts just going rapidly down the drain and, um, you know, whatever year we're in just starts to dissolve and every, I don't know if this is your experience, but I feel like it's a collective experience where, you know, it just feels like, um, yeah, a little bit more liquid. Um, (laughs) and I have some big, um, big events, uh, changes happening right now in my life, which of course are throwing me, uh, a little asunder. Um, so that's all stuff to navigate. Um, so I had a topic, um, I had a topic planned for this week that I was excited about. I actually want to push it back to next week because I'm excited about it and I don't feel prepared to go there. I think pos- uh, partially because, you know, of, again, just the the events uh, happening not only in my personal life, but in the collective, um, and hence my podcast being out a couple days late. So, you know, really today, um, I don't have a lot planned. I, ha- I had a backup podcast that I... Um, topic that came through that I liked um, just as well. And that didn't seem right either. Um, Sometimes, again, you know, not planning or just being in the moment, not having your script, not having your preconceived idea of what is needed is the best thing. Um, And I'll tell you a little story about that. So when I lived in a meditation center in my late 20s, I lived for three years in a Zen meditation center. And I had a lot, every single Wednesday, we had a, a Dharma talk by either our abbot or um, a, a visiting teacher or someone in the community who was uh, well known for, you know, being uh, wise and studied. And <clears throat> So I I got to see a lot of Dharma talks, right? Uh, Every Wednesday for three years, pretty much. And so um, it was fabulous. I loved it. And But one thing that I really um, came to sort of, you know, um, like a measure of a good Dharma talk, I felt, was, of course, you know, it's a meditation center, so it makes sense. But if someone was able to be present enough where they weren't, again, following a script. So my sort of measure of that was, you know, for instance, if there's a loud noise, something unexpected suddenly occurs during the Dharma talk, or a thunderstorm, or, you know, something uh, would happen. I I always felt whoever the, if the person giving the talk 
did not acknowledge it, uh, did not acknowledge that the event, the, you know, thunder crack or the, um, you know, I don't know, like say something's just strange happened in the crowd or something. I, I've always felt that was a little suspect, you know, like, um, you know, that they were in their mind and they weren't in the present moment. They weren't in their body. They weren't, um, and they weren't addressing the needs of the moment. So this is a greater topic when it comes, I was just talking about this with somebody too. Um, this is what I think. Again, we're in Aquarian times. So what does that mean? That things are changing. That basically the territory is new. The, the, the script has flipped. Uh, uh, new problems are afoot and the old ways are not working. This is completely clear by uh, our economy uh, falling apart as well as obviously COVID, which we never faced before and don't have previous solutions to. Um, we have to come up with new, new ideas, new solutions, new innovations. And what does that mean? That means that we have to drop the script. We have to get out of our mind and our ego and we have to get in our bodies, be humble, uh, be present and be in our hearts to address what's actually in front of us. And what I feel like I'm noticing collectively is how old habits die hard. And admittedly, um, I'm now in my midlife, which is a, a just a wild, wild, you know, moment. And, you know, I have a much greater uh, appreciation now for anybody over 40, uh, like what it's like to be in this body and on this planet and with these patterns and with these traumas and with everything that you carry by the time you're 40 and above and how challenging it can be to, you know, navigate that. I mean, I don't know. I'm just beginning the second half of my life, but um, I can see why it can be a real challenge for people to change or, you know, to come up with new solutions or to drop old you know, again, drop old habits and behaviors, um, because you get set in your ways a bit. And, um, I think that's, it's, it's just universal. That's going to happen to all of us. And we have to find ways, you know, um, we have to intentionally invite risk, invite, um, change, invite, um, you know, healing, invite, um, ways that we can, really move forward without getting calcified, without getting stodgy, without getting stuck. And, um, you know, it, it's a real thing. And so it's just something I'm personally experiencing and witnessing in myself. And, um, and also when I, now that I have this insight, just looking at other people, what they may, must be going through, um, you know, by age, uh, that I never would have thought before. Right. Um, I think years ago I thought, oh, that grandma was always a grandma, <laughs> right? Like I just, I, I didn't really get, you know, I didn't really get that. So I, it's a quite a, an awakening, um, really how, you know, yeah, here we are, um, and here we'll be, um, uh, until death do us part from this body. Um, in any case, so the point, what I was going back to is, yeah, that societally we have old systems and yes, we have 
many new amazing innovations coming in. And and again, like as I'm phasing into my second half and seeing that like, you know, the younger generation is probably coming up with these amazing solutions that I'm not super in touch with, um, you know, like collectively, because like I don't work in a high school and I'm not around a lot of kids uh, personally. Um, so, you know, that's a whole nother um, wave, you know, of, of new thought and new innovation. But, you know, I just feel that they're, again, the old, the old systems are not going to meet the demands for the times. And that's part of what this podcast is about is to just be like, okay, let's wake up, let's face the changes, let's not be in denial about where we're at and what's happening. And we have to face it, we have to, again, you know, um, come up with new ways and understand these times in order to face or meet them. So, yeah, it's quite a thing. Um, So, you know, I just, um, again, I'm just kind of riffing today on this because I just felt like I needed to take a little intermission from it's not like I plan out these podcasts, you know, uh, ahead. I really don't. In fact, I, a lot of what drops in, I feel are, um, you know, meeting the moment, but more than any, more than, you know, even that right now, um, I just feel there's a quickening a bit in terms of just, you know, being a little more improvisational at the moment. So I'm curious because I feel, feel pretty tuned in to the collective and um you know I'm personally sensing a lot and I'm curious what's what's actually how much of it is accurate um you know we do know and I wanted to drop in some astrology for you so um right now we just had we just had an eclipse in Taurus um and Uranus uh, the planet of disruption has is in Taurus right now, and um, oh gosh, let me get that for you. I don't want to be remiss here. So, all right. So <laughs> I was recording my episode, and then the phone rang, and uh, I was cut off. So <laughs> I'm just continuing. I was speaking about um, the astrology of, you know, in times of transformation and things getting kicked up um, in terms of massive change, right? Um, so so I'm going to talk about that for a minute. And again, um, I'm not a practicing astrologer, but I do follow a lot of astrology. And um, I, I found it to be uncanny in my own life, which is why I trust it. And so, you know, you can suspend your whatever and you know if it helps it helps um but it's an interesting thing to know about and may may lead to deeper exam you know studies on on your part perhaps so the two things i was going to mention and I, and i'm sure there's more factors but you know that i can really speak to from understanding from what i understand about what's going on astrologically is as i mentioned um Uranus is Uranus, the planet of disruption, is in the sign of Taurus. Uh, that began March six, twenty nineteen, and will Uranus will be in Taurus until March thirtieth, 
2025. So that's, um, you know, obviously a six year period, six or seven year period, um, that, uh, again, where, wherever Uranus is, it causes, um, upheaval and change and disruption. So the sign of Taurus is about, Taurus is the bull. It's, you know, May, primarily May birthdays, like, uh, late April to late May, um, would be a Taurian sun. And it's represents Taurus is, you know, an earth sign. It represents sort of fertility and, um, is ruled by Venus. So it's, um, there's, uh, abundance, prosperity, money, um, beauty, um, food, anything sort of sensual, lavish, um, you know, opulence and also just steadiness, you know, and, um, so those things are being sort of kicked up, um, you know, economy, money, um, and food, food sources, food stability. So uh, until the year 2025, and then um, Taurus will be moving into uh, uh, Gemini, I believe. So we'll see what that brings. But <clears throat> let's just stay with what we have right now. And that's again, um, so that began in 2019. And that was the beginning of this um, you know, sort of disrupting in the area of all this st stable Torian um, things, right, that I just mentioned. So that's one indicator of um, the change, you know, changing um, old systems and having, you know, sort of, again, uh, Uranus represents revolution. So the other one is a very, very big hitter because um, you know, Taurus will change signs depending on its, um, retrograde stuff, but around every, every seven years. So, uh, s sorry, um, Uranus. So let me just look this up real fast. Um, Uranus. So w basically every planet has a, um, you know, a t the time it takes for it to go all the way around the Zodiac, a number of years. And Uranus takes, let's see, Uranus takes approximately 84 years to go all the way around the Zodiac. So what that means, and I think I mentioned this in my last podcast, when you're at about age 42, um, depending on your birth chart, again, with the, it's approximate because there's retrogrades and such. When you're around age 42, 43, some of us, some of us, forty-four, etc. In that area, is when you have your um, Uranian opposition, which is when Uranus is at the exact opposite. It's opposing um, your natal Uranus, and it's our midlife sort of crisis, right? So that's a little bit about Uranus. Um, but in in full, it takes eighty for about eighty-four years, like I said, to go around the zodiac. Now, that's a long time, but it's a lifetime, right? So you could have a Uranian, you could have your Uranian turn return in your lifetime, right? If you live to be 80, um, 84 or more. Um, but, and, you know, so, and just for comparison, let's see, Mars takes two years, you know, to go around the Zodiac. So we have <clears throat> Mars returns every 
two years of our, of our life. Yeah. Um, which gosh, that's interesting. So yeah, there's so much to learn about this stuff, but you know, and let me give you one more example. Um, just to round it out, uh, with Venus, let's look up Venus. Hee hee. I didn't do this all. I'm doing this all in real time. Um, well, actually, let's look. Let's look at Jupiter because it's right in front of me. Okay, Jupiter takes twelve years to. So you have a, a Jupiter return every twelve years, and a Jupiter opposition every six years. So I don't know if this is making sense, but um, it's you know it it shows up in your life. You know you'll have um, the events in our life are um, you know responding to these to these movements of the planets and the opposition in our natal charts. The sun, of course, takes one year, right? Our solar return is our birthday. Um, so maybe this is starting to make sense, perhaps. The moon, of course, is every 29 and a half days, right? Get to know your planets. Oh, there it is, Taurus. And Venus, which rules Taurus, uh, is approximately one year. So we have a Venus return every year. Isn't this interesting? I think it is. So... Again, those are the fast-moving planets. Mercury is also a fast-moving planet because they're the inner planets. And then the outer planets, Saturn, Pluto, Uranus, and Neptune, will take a lot longer to go around the, um, the zodiac wheel. And so um, I w was just about to talk the... the um, Gosh, is it the longest? <laughs> Thanks for hanging in there with me through this podcast because I know I'm just kind of stumbling through it, but you know, that's okay. All right. So yeah, Mercury, again, since it's so close to the sun, it takes about a year. Um, maybe I'll just go through all of them so I don't leave you hanging because that would be annoying if you were kind of getting in interested in this and then you just and I left it hanging with only partial information so we went over the sun we went over the moon uh mercury like I said about a year um again these are the inner planets and then I'll get back to my topic um Venus again one year uh one year to, for our Venus return Mars like I said two years so inner planets, so the inner planets, um, Jupiter. Okay, so Jupiter is 12 years, like I said. Okay, here we get to the outer planets. So we go from 12 years, which is Jupiter, and then Saturn takes 29 and a half years. So we're getting uh, these longer orbits are happening. So everybody knows that Saturn return is 29 and a half years. It's when Saturn's in the same place. As it was when you were born, say you have Saturn in Aquarius as it is now, right? It takes 29 and a half years to come back to that point. And that's when you have this kind of, you know, maturation moment. Because <laughs> Saturn is about discipline and maturation is when you, right before you turn 30. And you're like, oh my god, I'm becoming an adult. And this is terrifying <laughs> for a lot of people. And it just kind of grows you up you know, faster, <laughs> that period. And it takes, it takes about three years. So it spends about three years in each sign. And it takes about three years to get through that Saturn ret return. And that's what it lo that looks like. So 
Uranus, again, 84 years. So again, if you live up to 84, you're going to have a Uranian return. Uh, Neptune. Neptune is 165 years. So nobody's going to have a Neptune return unless, you know, I, I believe that there are probably, there are probably people on the planet who are 165 years old. I believe that. You don't have to believe me, but I believe that. <laughs> I think stranger things have happened. Um, but, and then we have the Pluto return. So Pluto is the furthest planet out there. Small little planet, right? Uh, Pluto, Pluto takes 248 years. Okay, so I'm getting to the whole point of why I'm going into this, which, thanks for hanging in there, um, is... You know, 248 years. Okie doke. So, guess what happened 248 years ago in 2024? When we get to 2024, what happened 248 years ago? Can anybody do the math right now? Take out your calculator. You got it. 1776, the birth of the United States. So, in 1776, we had the birth of this here United States, as some people like to say. And so the United States is having its, its first Pluto return, its first birthday, first Pluto birthday in 2024. Now, don't, some of these numbers are, I'm again, I'm not a super practicing astrologer. I've looked this up. There's different data in terms of some people say it begins in um, twenty. 22 okay next year like 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 next month <laughs> we begin the pluto return in 2022 and that's something about it being at 27 degrees capricorn which is not exactly aquarius so again um this data these these data points are they're a little bit slippery because there's different um sidereal you have to get into astrology to understand this, but there's there's different ways of, you know, I guess measuring this stuff, but it's all, it's a little bit approximate and, you know, it's it's sort of, yeah, so it's, but it's, again, the accuracy is pretty astounding when you start to follow um, even the approximations. So I know I'm sounding like a total nerd right now, but <laughs> oh well, uh, so be it. Okay, so <laughs> the point is if you did not know that, if you did not know, if you did not follow astrology, you probably did not know that we are having a Pluto return in the United States. And okay, let me break this down for you in case it's making no sense. And you're like, what the heck is she talking about? So <laughs> again, you have to understand, you have to understand, um, the importance of data to understand the inherent bizarre truth behind these calculations. Okay, so the fact that truly our birthday and our name is numerolog numerological, right? Our birthday will break down to a number. Again, I talk about that in the tarot. It's our life path number. It explains things about us that, um, you know, that are explained through numbers, uh, just like our name, 
using the Pythagorean table, a uh, table, excuse me, um, where you you know numbers correspond with letters. You can break a name down to a numer to numerology. If you did not know that, you can do that, and a lot of numerologists uh, do, do work with that information and again it will it will um, explain things about you through a number deduced by your name now um and i'm i'm sorry i'm i'm having a moment and i forget is it called the pythagorean table what is oh i'm embarrassed but you know whatever it's called um gosh i i i think that's what it's called but anyway it's a table that uh, you can break down number or letters into numbers. And forgive me, because it's, you know, whatever. I'm not coming up with it at the moment, but you can look it up. Okay, so the point is, now, again, if you're, if you're an astrologer, if you're a numerologist, um, I don't know what other, you know, kind of professions, esoteric professions, but, you know, it's... It is uncanny, and, and we can go into disbelief, and like, how can that be true? But using data points, using even longitude, latitudes, there's, it, it's all kind of divinely, um, it's like a divine law, divine order of the universe is, speaks to us through these numbers, okay? So that's how predictions can happen, and um you know, people who can read these things can, again, figure out things that, um, that we would, we would not know otherwise. The point being, um, and I can't go too, too much for my own studies into, into this, but we're having a Pluto return. (laughs) And Pluto is the planet of, um, it's it's an intense planet, okay? It's about power. Um, it's the destroyer. It's the um, you know, it rules uh, sex, death, transformation, power. Um, even though Venus rules money, it can rule taxes. You know, so there's, it's heavy stuff, okay? And the fact that we are, we are entering. Um, the Pluto return is significant <laughs> about those energies and this country, okay? The energies of transformation, of power, of control, of, um, you know, etc. Um, are, they're being brought to the service, as we can see, as we get closer to this Pluto return, what's happened, right? The Me Too movement, um, you know, the Trump administration, you know, so many things have come out. And it's obviously a tumultuous and um, really intense moment, you know, long moment, like in time, where this is all coming to the surface and that our country if you live in the United States and you're listening to this, but the country of the United States is going through a rebirthing process around these topics, around these issues. And the point is it explains the chaos and the intensity and um, the transformation that we are, we are 
currently barreling toward its apex. Um, and I've heard that, you know, we won't, it won't like it, planets have shadows, shadow periods. So it will go into retro, it will, sorry, that's about retrograde. Um, forgive me. Um, never mind. So the, <laughs> but you know, the, again, when there's an exact opposition, which is when degrees are exact, um, when Pluto gets to the exact degree that it was on July 4th, uh, 1776, that's the, that's the apex of that moment. And will something happen that day? Mm, I don't know, perhaps, but you know, it's basically the whole, the years surrounding that moment in time are the Pluto return because the, up the transit is what it's called, um, will, you know, gets, it gets ever closer and that's when the energy heightens. And then, you know, on either side of that transit, when it passes, um, through that point and goes past it, it will be still kicking up a lot of change, which is why a lot of people are saying that we're going to have a pretty, you know, intense few years ahead, which is this whole Pluto return time, right? And some Again, some people say in, until the end of the 2000s, uh, sorry, 2020s, so towards 2028, 2029, we don't know. Of course, I'm not going to say, and of course, things are just going to keep shifting. We, um, we know that for sure. Um, it's, we're going into the future, and the future is futuristic, <laughs> as, as we've seen in the movies, um, and we're there, we're here, you know, the future is, we're heading toward it, it's, so, the point is, if you weren't aware of this, it's, what I, what I, you know, I think it's important to know, and understand, and walk away with, um, realizing that we are in this, time and um it's not in your head you know like things didn't just in your life speed up kind of crazily like it's you know yes it's it's a galactic issue you can't really escape it um and you know it's like the eye of the needle and so so what's my advice um <laughs> the point is yeah when we're facing a situation like this you know I, what I would say, what everyone says, right, is, um, you know, massive change, massive transformation, it can be um, destructive, uh, you know, chaos, um, creativity is, comes with a destructive element. And so, you know, speaking of our egos, it's just the things, um, things, you know, if they're not already happening to you that feel out of control, um, it may s speed up, it may get more intense, it may, um, you know, be intense, and I don't know how else to put that. The point is that it's forcing change upon you that is clearing your karma, basically, um, it does have an endpoint. It does have a through line. It does have a purpose and it does, it, it, it's going to, um, you know, annihilate parts of you that aren't really parts of you, 
that aren't really you. And that process can be terrifying and, um, again, like I said, destructive and confusing and can look like, you know, chaos or absolute, I don't know what I can't, I don't know what it looks going to look like for, for each of us. It's different for each of us. But the point is that from my, what I understand and what I believe, you know, even if it's going to be hard, which I don't wish that on anybody, um, the point is that on the other side of it, you know, just like anybody says, you know, if you talk to people who've been through really difficult lifetimes, you know, through car accidents, through years of addiction, through abuse, through whatever they've been through, those are all kind of Plutonian things. You know, Pluto comes in and just messes with you. Like it just absolutely takes a wrecking ball to your life. If something happens like this in your life, you can kind of blame it on Pluto. <laughs> no, not blame it, but you can, you, you know, you, you can say, wow, I must have been having some kind of Plutonian transit when that thing happened, because that was, you know, it, it took, it took you out, you know, took you down. And um, that's Pluto. So Pluto's coming for the United States is the point. And again, this is not to scare anybody. If you weren't already scared, because it's an intense time. I mean, you know, it's hard not to live with fear right now. I think most of us are living with some fear, and if not a lot. And the point is that, you know, um, we will get through this. Some of us won't. Some of us will die. You know, let's be honest. And, and you know, if, if you believe in yogic science, uh, you know, your body will die. I don't know if that's comforting or not, and your soul will continue, you know. Um, I don't know really why that's meant to comfort anyone, because it's our existence that we will mourn, um, and our, you know, our, our bodies that will never be here again. Um, but, um, yeah, this is, yeah, I guess I'm, it's getting a little heavy, and Again, I felt this coming, I'm telling you. I didn't know I was going to talk about this at all tonight, <laughs> at all. But like I said, I've been feeling this coming the last few days that, um, you know, there's some heavy, heavy stuff going on. And I'm just confirming that we're in it. And again, for us to fear death, for us to fear, um, quote unquote, negative things, is absolutely normal and natural, and I, I fear them as well. I don't fear death as much as I fear other things. Um, but as we know, we live on a planet where other things <laughs> are happening daily. And, um, and, you know, we, at some point in our life, we will, we will be, you know, experiencing these things, whether it be personally or vicariously, and somehow it's, again, it's for our own transformation. So I'm the last person who wants to have to, you know, face this myself, trust me. Um, but I'm here to just say that the point is, is that there's a sort of a wrecking ball coming through to clear, to clear things out in, in our lives, in the life of this country which, I mean, I know we're the United States and, uh, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of pride, um, associated with that. But if you look around this country and the state of 
I don't know, affairs and um, I, I, I don't feel necessarily proud um, of what we've created. And so the fact that we're getting a wrecking ball <laughs> coming to bring down what has what is not working, what, you know, this country was founded on, you know, freedom and, you know, personal rights. And ha- is this happening, especially right now with with COVID? No, no, we're 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 not experiencing uh, what that constitution was written about. And um, so there's a wrecking ball coming for this, what has happened in the last, you know, 248 years since Pluto uh, was, you know, um, where it was when the constitution was written. And so it's a time of crumbling and a time of, again, destruction so that new things can uh so the old can die and the new can be reborn okay it's official you heard it here on Aquarian times and you know how official uh my podcast is (laughs) i mean everybody listens to it right so uh you heard it here and um i'll if i wasn't the first to tell you um if you didn't know about the astrological end of things, uh, you're welcome. (laughs) I think it's important to know, tell your friends, tell, you know, if anybody will listen and if they won't, that's okay. This is just for you then to know. Um, so you can be prepared and you can know what you know. And, uh, so next week I'm going to be back with a a great topic. Like I said, I had one planned. I I think it'll be applicable for next week and we'll see what happens. But, um, I really, you know, I wish I wish everyone a deep, I don't know, just get in touch with themselves. And um, that's my greatest wish for us all is to heal ourselves and to love ourselves and to stop perpetuating our, um, our abuses on each other through our suffering and our projections and, um, you know, the stuff that's that we don't know any better, that we do because we don't know any better most of the time. You know, um, may we may we come to know better, may we come to know ourselves, and may we come to end this wheel of suffering, you know, this uh, dukkha um, experience that we have on this planet, and may we wake up and, um, you know, embrace... Uh, all the beauty that, you know, exists. So that's my sentiment tonight. And I, I feel, you know, I just, it's a, it's a powerful time. Um, so please, if you are having a, a difficult go at it, if you're having a rough time, um, I really hold a lot of space for that, um, non-judgmental, neutral space for anyone struggling I have been there. I hear you. Um, I believe you're exactly where you need to be. I believe you are exactly who you need to be. And I, I believe in you. Um, and I believe also in, in your destiny and your life path. And the fact that, again, you're exactly, you know, in a way you didn't even get yourself to where you are, right? Um, it's, you got there because of your destiny, (laughs) And, um, you know, just as the 
uh, Pluto, just as the planets um, are destined to get to where they get to, so are we. And just if you look, if you look at your charts, if you look at your birth chart and your natal chart, you can tell, and I don't do predictive astrology, but you, you can see that you are exactly where you were designed to be right now. And you, you know, it, where you, where you are, it's not your fault. If you know, you're at a place you don't want to be, you're exactly where you are, you're supposed to be. You're learning exactly what you need to learn at the pace, the only pace that you could learn at, which is the, this is my belief, which is the um, cosmic clock that we're all connected to. You know, there's a cosmic clock and it's the planets and the stars and the solar system and all the things out there that are integrated integral in in us we are that it is us we are not separate and um so take that in and again i would love to be of, of assistance sort of with this archetypal um holding of space uh to just hold space for your journey because you know it's hard enough to go through what we're going through and then you have people interpreting and um, projecting and all the things that can happen when you seek uh, support or guidance. And I promise you, I promise, you know, cross my heart, hope to die kind of promise that I, I don't do that. I will not do that because I believe that you are exactly where you need to be. So, okay, feel free to reach out to me for anything, uh, you know, um, questions, comments, concerns, uh, coaching, yoga, tarot, Ayurveda, health coaching. That's what I do. So I really, I, I <laughs> high five for you to get through this episode. This is a heavy one. And I'd be very curious to hear your uh, feedback. Um, and uh, bless you. And listen to it again if you need, you know, <laughs> to get more of the particulars. And yes, I am going to sign off now. It's been a long podcast. So find me at juliabirnbaum.com and uh, blessings on your life. Okay, thanks. Thanks for listening.